For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us as we get set for the AFC Divisional Round of the Playoffs as the Tennessee Titans are hosting. Let, let me back up. As your number one seed, Tennessee Titans are hosting the number four seed, Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, as mentioned earlier in the week, were able to hold off against the Las Vegas Raiders and be victorious and move on to the next round of the playoffs. But the Titans will be hosting that game. Everyone will be tuned in as they take on Cincy at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central this coming Saturday, the first game of the AFC Divisional Round. But Denard and I are going to break it down for you, give you our thoughts. But before we do that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by BetOnline. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website device. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to get started. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Denardo was on Bet Online before we got over, or before we started to record, and I noticed that Mike Vrabel has now become a pretty heavy favorite to win Coach of the Year. Uh, he is right ahead of Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, who they will be seeing this weekend. So, uh, two guys that have done a phenomenal job with their teams this year. You look at the Titans overcoming all the injuries. You look at the Bengals; they're ahead of schedule whenever you think of their roster and where they were last season, not to mention two seasons ago. But they have an opportunity to upset the one seed and move on to the AFC Championship. But before we talk about that, D, I didn't get to speak with you over the weekend yet. I hope you had a nice trip. How was your venture and how are you doing, sir? The venture was long. I sat through about five volleyball games. I was exhausted and it was freezing in Oklahoma City. My back was hurting. Then I had to walk outside. I didn't sleep the night before. Davey, it was a long weekend. But again, my daughter 
played a great game. So I was really excited to see my, my kid out there on the court competing. But then I got back to Dallas, Davey, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like it's just a depressing move. The Cowboys lost. And now, I was gonna, you know, <laughs> I was going to bring it up. I was going to say that was probably your favorite game of the weekend, watching how that one ended and just realizing the Cowboys poorly executed a situation that they should have uh, understood the assignment, but they obviously didn't, and they ultimately are going home because of it. And the 49ers are moving on, a team that the Titans beat earlier in the year. Yeah. D, we get set, man. I mean, it is playoff time. We're diving in. What is your first thought whenever you look at the Cincinnati Bengals? You know what, D, this is a really good football team. We, we talked about the matchup that we didn't want to see. We'd rather see Las Vegas. I remember doing a show last Wednesday with my boys, G, and ESPN Chattanooga, and I was saying, you know what, let's cheer on Las Vegas. But, again, you that's playoffs, and Cincinnati took care of business against Las Vegas, so now we have a team that we faced last year that beat us uh, down in Cincinnati, and this is a dangerous football team, Davey, but they're young and they're inexperienced. I know they have a great quarterback in Mr. Joe Burrow, and they got an electrifying receiver in Jamar Chase. Those guys can go get it. You're talking about their perimeter game. You saw last year what T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd did to the secondary last year. That's the reason they end up winning it, and they stopped the run. But again, Davey, this is going to be a good football game Saturday. So for our Titans fans, you know, we're going to need you out there in full support because we're going to need that 12th man Saturday to pull off a victory against these Bengals. Speaking of the 12th man, the Titans are going to have former defensive lineman, all pro, multiple Pro Bowl awards, Jarrell Casey be the honorary 12th man for the Titans uh, this coming weekend whenever they have that game. And I, I will also be in attendance, Denard, so I'll uh, I'll try and, and do my best to cheer on the team to victory, as, as they say. But you mentioned the game last year, and what's crazy is I, I think if you're both of these teams, you really just kind of throw that game out when you're, you're going back because it's what both of these teams do now I really don't think translate to what you saw last year. I mean, the Titans were able were not able to generate any pass rush whatsoever, which, as we know, has been the exact opposite this year. They've been able to do a great job of getting pressure, mainly by only sending four guys. You just look at the rosters, a lot of turnover for both of those teams. I mean, I guess if you're the Titans, you use that as motivation, and you also use it as a way of, we saw that the Titans did not come out ready to play that game. They were flat from the start. And it didn't really change. They came in, overlooked their opponent, and they ultimately lost because of it. I don't think you're going to see that again. I think that this team, even with the bye week, you kind of get a little worried, uh, rust versus rest. But, D, I wanted to ask you, I mean, when you look at the Titans and the injury report that came out, this is the first time that I have seen a Titans injury report this season where there was not a player listed under did not practice. I mean, what do you That's think? scary. Yeah, what what do you think? I mean, we're going to see seeing as everyone was we had one limited participant and that was Tier Tart on the Titans injury report on January the 18th. You had uh, two other guys listed. You had Naquan Jones and Buster Screen, but they were full participants. And so, I mean, you look at the defensive line, there's a chance Tier Tart even if he was fully healthy is a healthy scratch just because of where some other guys have stepped up. I mean, if Obviously, we, we know our, our starters there, but on the back end, I mean, if Naquan, he's been playing well, you got Laurel Merchinson. So there, there's a chance T.R. Tart was the odd man out. Uh, Kyle Pecko forgot to mention him as well. Seeing this team fully healthy, now I know we can get into the Derrick Henry thing, but what do you think that means 
for this team? Could that be a problem to where it's like, well, they've not had the ability to kind of have some chemistry with everyone out there at once? Could, could that be an issue? A problem. <laughs> That's a coach's dream that you have all of your players back. I got. I got to find. A, I got to find a way to dig somewhere, D. I got. I got. I got to pull something out. Of, I out know. Of my head. You know me too. You know what? It kind of shocks me too that when you look at the injury. Usually, when you send me the injury report, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to see this today because you don't have time to read a novel. Like it continues to melt. I don't have time. I'd rather go read a book. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, it's like if you're Mike Vrabel, you're saying, my goodness, here, here it is. We're the number one seed in the AFC, we had a bye week, and you're trying to tell me that I have all the pieces to my puzzle and play? Are you kidding me? You think as a coach, that's your dream? Because typically at this time of year, guys are banged up. And you know what? This is a team that's well-rested too, Davey. You know, you're talking about coming from the bye, play a few games, and they had San Francisco on Thursday. They had a short week, had a little bit of rest, coming back, you end up playing a great game against Houston. Well, at least in the first half, you got a bye week. And this is so important uh, for this game because it gives you time to heal up and not to mention, Debo, there is a what you wanted for Christmas. It looks like it's coming true. Uh, there's a sighting that, that uh, Santa may be delivering a king. It's very true. Uh, Derrick Henry possibly more than likely going to be out on the field in some capacity this weekend. How much remains to be seen, but... I mean, if he gets a incredible game this weekend, uh, they're going to start calling him the Tiger King. Uh, so we'll have that to look forward to. But Denard, I, I still feel good about the running game, even if Derek's not out there or not fully healthy. But if you're looking at just what Cincinnati has to prepare for, thinking he's able to go, and even if he's just not him himself, but just the possibility of being a decoy and them not knowing what he's capable of, is only going to benefit this Titans offense and allow the pressure and take some of the pressure off of Ryan Tannehill's shoulders. We look at the Titans and we've talked about getting everybody healthy. I mean, this will be the first time I think since gosh, September where I would really say you were, you had AJ Brown, Derrick Henry and Julio Jones able to all all go out there and play and, and there not be like a lingering issue. Again, we're, we're still waiting to see where Derek's at, but I mean, I've been watching some videos at practice. He seems to be running full speed. Granted, taking that first hit's completely different. Everything seems to be trending in the right direction for the Titans. And Denard, a couple of years ago, Titans were the sixth seed going in to take on the number one seed going in to take on the Baltimore Ravens. And Baltimore did not come out. They had, That was the MVP Lamar Jackson year. Titans just shut them down. Are you kind of worried we got a team with Cincinnati that's been hot as of late uh, that the they could catch the Titans sleeping? They're not going to be sleeping because, David, the only thing you have to do is look at last year. There's some unfinished business. We talk about if you look at the 2020 season and how it ended, you're talking about that was the first time in, what, 13 years that they had a chance to host a playoff game, and they came out flat in Baltimore, went into Nashville, and they took care of business. And you know what, D, the way it works is that's what you are afraid of. But good coaches, excuse me, great coaches know how to get their teams prepared because they know what's at stake, Davey. You either win or you go home. That's playoff football. And I'm anticipating you're not going to see a Titans team that's going to come out flat. Uh, they're going to be excited. This is a team that they finally got all of the pieces in the play. And not to mention, Davey, the goal this year is to get to Inglewood. Davey, when you look at this team, 
you, you, you take, let's take Cincinnati. This is your opponent. They're 10 and seven. They come out of that AFC North, which is not a good division. You're talking about Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and the most one team that underachieved this year was Cleveland. And I had Cleveland being that dark horse really going and dethroned Kansas City and taking the next step to the Super Bowl. But that didn't happen. But when I look at this Cincinnati team, Davey, they, they're unpredictable because they're young and they're inexperienced. And when you really look at a, a playoff, what you got to think, first of all, playoffs are about matchups. OK, and when you look at the Titans, Davey, everything starts where? In the trenches. In the trenches. And when you look at this offensive line uh, for Cincinnati, Jonah Williams, Spain, Trey Hopkins, the center. I don't Was it Adinji? Adinye? How do you pronounce that? Beautiful name is Adinye. We'll go with that. And Isaiah Prince. Yeah, we'll go with that. And when you look at their offensive line, Davey, and this is where the game, they, I went back and had a chance to study, Devo, uh, the Cleveland game, because Cleveland beat them twice this year. Cleveland, the first matchup, blowed them right off the field. I mean, well, they put 41 points on them. And what Cleveland did and what you do to a young team, Debo, is you get on them early. If you don't put them to sleep early, guess what? You give that team life. We saw that game at Nashville when they played Houston the first time. What happened? You let that team stay around. You're talking about the game against the Jets. Young team, what happened? You let them stick around. What you want to do is you want to get on them early. You want to send a message right away. They What Tennessee needs to do is to play like they played against when they played Houston down uh, two weeks ago. They need to come out with a sense of urgency. That's what Cleveland did. When you look at the game when they played the Chargers, the Chargers came down, put 40-some points on them, Davey, because uh, let me say it was actually 41 points. And they came out the first drive of the game and they exposed their secondary. They just went after them. And that's what you have to do. Because if you give a young team life, Davey, if they stick around and in Tennessee lets these guys go into the fourth quarter with a say down by three points, they'll find a way. And unfortunately, teams like this will find a way to win. No, we've seen time and time again. Uh, the one thing that the Titans definitely have on their side here is experience. You talk about the bye, Denard. One of the stats we have not gotten into, but whenever you look at the Titans, whenever they're coming off of a bye week or they're going in to a week where they have an extended weekend where they like play on the Thursday night game. Mike Vrabel mm -hmm. is 8-0 as the Titans head coach. Uh, I mean, and then the most recent experience uh, would have been coming back and watching the Titans play the Dolphins. And we all saw how that one turned out. Like, they, like you said, they started hot early and they were able to just shut down the Miami offense. So I would love to see a repeat performance of that. I, I want this game to be one to where we're not having to sweat it out in the end because, I mean, you can take it to where you get up early and you're not having to force things that's going to work right into the Titans' game plan whenever we know they want to run the ball, control the clock. And so the Titans have a great opportunity. And going back to the inexperience of the Bengals, they've not played well on the road as of late. I was kind of looking at it to see, like, all right, well, how's Joe Burrow do on the road? Because, I mean, I've watched him play. He's a great young player, and he's going to be one of the stud quarterbacks here in the next couple of years. You could argue he's almost already there. He's not he's not quite Mahomes, Allen level, but he's getting there. And he has the opportunity during this playoff cycle if he gets really going. So definitely something to be on the lookout for. But when you look at their schedule, they didn't have that many road games late. The last game of the year for them, they set their starters. They had already clinched. 
the AFC yeah. North. They played Denver before before that last game where they rested their starters. They played Denver at Denver, and I know D, you can attest to this, but playing at Denver is a, a different beast. But Burrow, they won that game fifteen to ten, but he was only fifteen of twenty two for hundred and fifty seven yards and a touchdown. The defense for Denver was able to shut him down. His road game before that one, he was able to take advantage. The team was able to take advantage of the Raiders, but Burrow was only 20 of 29 for 148 yards and a touchdown. They really relied on Joe Mixon in that one, and their defense really just shut down the Raiders. But the last time he had a good game on the road where they were really needing him to come out and play well was against the Jets. And like the Titans, the Bengals also lost to the Jets. But in that game, Burrow was 21 of 34 for 259 yards passing, three touchdowns and a pick. So he's not been all that great on the road this season. And so he's coming into a hostile environment. It's going to be a lot of two-tone blue in the stands. And I know the city of Nashville is, and the state of Tennessee for that matter is just extremely excited and looking forward to this matchup. And I think the crowd is going to be a lot. And so we'll see how Cincinnati is able to handle that atmosphere. And I think it should be telling very early on. But Denard mentioned Joe Burrow. Obviously, you're an LSU guy. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, LSU guys, great connection. Jamar Chase is on pace to set the NFL rookie receiving yards record. We know game plan number one is to not let him beat you. But if you're the Titans defense, what is your goal for how, one, you're trying to limit him? And then, like, what system do you think, what scheme do you, see Shane Bowen and Mike Vrabel kind of drawing up for this game. Well, I also want to piggyback on you uh, when you was talking about Joe Burrow before I move on to Jamar Chase. And you talk about this is a team that finished, what, 10 wins and seven losses. And for those seven losses, Debo, it's amazing that when I look at it, look at this, is Burrow throws multiple interceptions. You go back the game against the Bears, you go back the Packers, the Browns got him twice. They got him in the first series. Uh, of the game uh, where Denzel Ward took it 100 yards. That was demoralizing to Cincinnati because at that point, Cincinnati's actually was driving on Cleveland. And Cleveland, when Denzel Ward picks it off at the goal line, takes it 100 yards, you just saw the air. It's just like the stadium went flat. And then you go back to the game against the Chargers where the Chargers beat them up really bad, 41-22. They picked them off twice. So that's something that we need to be aware of uh, Saturday. If Tennessee can go in this game and get a couple picks – then the odds on them winning are very favorable. And then you speaking of Mr. Jamar Chase. And, and listen, Davey, I kept thinking about this, you know, all day. And every time I think about Jamar Chase, there's another name that comes to mind, and that's Randy Moss. You know, he's on, I mean, right now, if you look at the numbers, they're literally nearly identical. If you look at Moss's rookie year, which he came out in 98 and just absolutely he just torched the National Football League until he got down to Nashville and some guy named Denar Walker put them hands on him. But when you look at Jamar Chase, Davey, he is an explosive. He's a dynamic young player. And what you have to do is I'm anticipating defensive coordinator Shane Boeing saying, listen, I'm not going to let number one beat us. OK, you remember the game against Miami? We talked about Jalen uh, coming into the game. So what did they do? They end up doubling Jalen, say, hey, listen, Devontae, you have to beat us. And what we're going to do, we're going to put Janoris on Devontae, match them up one-on-one and make sure number 17 doesn't get on top of the defense. That's what I'm anticipating this game. 
I'm not going to let Jamar Chase beat, beat us. And the way that you do it, Davey, is when you get to the playoffs, it's not almost when we did the podcast a minute ago, we was talking with the guys with Cleveland. It's, it, you can sometimes throw schemes out. It comes down to matchups. You know, if you watch uh, the playoffs, you notice that the teams that win their matchups typically are the teams that advance. And when I look at this game, I could see right now Shane Bowen saying, listen, why not put my best defensive back on number one? Because they know each other. There's familiarity between the two. Think about it. Jamar and Christian, both of them played on that national championship team two years ago. Both of them came in at LSU. I, I think Christian's a little older, but you think about it. These two know each other. Why don't I say, hey, Christian, I'm got, I will have him in the film room this week saying, hey, listen, I want you to take Jamar Chase. If there's anybody that know how to defend him, it's you. And so, and then what I would do is I'm taking Jack Rabbit and possibly saying, Jack Rabbit, this is what you have this week. Just like you shut down Devontae, I need you to take T Higgins. I need you to take Tyler Boyd. I need you to take Mike Thomas and I need you to take those guys and man up. And then I see them rotating the defense over to the strength and that's Jamar. I, I truly believe if you look at Cleveland, if you look at the way that they played this team twice this year, Davey, they did not allow Jamar Chase to beat them. He had he didn't even have 100 yards receiving. And what you also saw in those first, if you look at the Cleveland game, what Cleveland did was they challenged those receivers. If you're Tennessee, what you have to do is make sure that those receivers don't dictate the course of the game because that's what Joe wants to do. He wants to throw to number one. That is his That's his safety blanket. That's where he's most comfortable is going to Jamar Chase. So once again, if I'm Christian Fulton, I think this is a matchup we might need to see uh, Saturday in Nashville. We're going to put best on best because that's what you do when you play in the National Football League when it comes playoff time is you put your best players on their best players and then you let them hunt. How do you think the Tennessee Titans defensive line is going to fare against Cincinnati's offensive line? This defensive line for Tennessee, they're the ones who dictate the course of the game. Davey, we have the best defensive line in the business. You look at Jeffrey Simmons, you're talking about, you even said it, that he only takes a backseat to one player, and that would be Aaron Donald. I disagree with – well, we both disagree when we said, hey, in the Rams game, that Jeffrey Simmons is the best player in the game today when he wants to, when he steps up. Naquan Jones has been playing in the absence of Tierra Tart. You've watched how he's played. You're talking about Pecco. He's come up, He's came along lately. You talk about Danico Autry, Bud Dupree, and then not the, last but not least, Harold Landry. Davey, go back. And, and when we talk about this being a copycat league, look at how Cleveland played this team. They got after them in the trenches. Miles Garrett has sacked Joe Burrow in three career games four times. David, he literally owns that offensive line. They struggle on the perimeter, their tackles. If you look at the – and I, I underline in particular their right tackle, Davey, Isaiah Prince. He gets beat a lot. So if, if you're Shane Bowen, what you're saying, listen, Harold – Danico, Bud, we need to get after these guys on the edges because, Davey, when Joe is struggling and he has to step up, and you also have to take into consideration, Debo, he's coming off a torn ACL from last year. So, again, you don't want this quarterback to take a shot in his knee. And I'm just I'm telling you, this defensive line is going to be the difference Saturday in Nashville and vice versa. If 
If you look at this defensive line, David, they have a chance to dominate this front, but that's where they're going to win. They're going to win in the interior. That means offense and defense of line play. And the way that the two, two units play will determine the fate of this game. I'm with you, and I mean, you kind of like look at the other side of the coin and you talk about the Cincinnati defensive line. Obviously, we know the Titans want to set the edge on the run game, and that's get up early, control the clock, and beat you down. And whenever it's all said and done, we're just going to run it down your throat. We know that's the game plan for the Titans. Uh, the Cincinnati defensive line, they had one of their better players, Ogunjobi. He got hurt. He's on IR in the Vegas game, so you're not going to have to worry about seeing him. Their best edge rusher, Trey Hendrickson, coming out of concussion protocol. He's not 100% cleared, but I think when it's all said and done, come Saturday, he'll be able to go. But they also had uh, the backup at DT, Josh Tupo, I think is how you say his last name. He is also mm-hmm. banged up. So they've, they've had some injuries at a position group that is not one you want to have injuries at whenever you're facing off against this Titans team. And as we know, when we've seen this Titans offensive line be able to play together and they've had some rest and recovery, they look mean. And so I think that the Titans definitely want to be able to run the ball early and often. And I think right now they should be able to. You talk about the right side of the line for the Cleveland Browns. Same thing with the right side of the line for the Tennessee Titans at right tackle. David Quesenberry's given up a league-high 11 sacks this year. you got to find a way to help him out, uh, whether it's a chip, just to give Ryan a little bit of time because we know Titans are going to use the run game to set up play action. It's just as simple as that. And what can happen whenever you have Derrick Henry back in the fold? I know that we didn't see that much of a difference in the stacked boxes once Derek was out for majority of the season. But you got to know, if you're a defender, just the thought of seeing 2-2 back there, it's probably going to make you pause just a little bit longer than it would, say, it be Deontay Foreman or Dontrell Hilliard. So that's an added bonus of getting of getting King Henry back. So I'm excited there. Is our, our game plan just as simple as that on the offensive side of the ball? Do you expect to see them try to shake things up a little bit as far as getting... Uh, a little cute here, there. Try to take some some deep shots. Get no. AJ or Julio a, a bomb. No, you're not seeing that. No, David. Did you see that Dallas game when uh, when the the who was that the receiver? He We're talking the hook, the, and lateral? the hook and yeah, lateral. Yeah, what was that? A hook and ladder. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the one on the last <laughs> last drive. Mike McCarthy's was, face was pretty. The other one, not so much. Yeah, they tried it twice. Worked no, the second no. time. No, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just say, listen, that's what gets you beat in this league. You can't do that. You you just can't play like that. And and what you have to do, Davey, is to look stick to what you do best. You know, make a ground and pound. We saw the game against Buffalo. You know, when this team, you know when Tennessee comes out and they play with a sense of urgency from the beginning, Davey, they don't lose. And I don't even I don't you can go back to the game against Seattle. You know, they were down. Well, about 24 at halftime, and they just – but you knew, Davey, just by the way that they was holding Seattle to field goals that this team was going to come back in the second half. And what they end up scoring some, what, 20-something unanswered points in the second half to come back and win. Listen, Cincinnati is a young football team, and what's really demoralizing to a young team, Davey, is when you jump on them early. If you look at the games where they've gotten blown out this year, look at the Chargers game, look at the game against the Browns. Davey, when you jump on this team early, and I'm telling you, it's like they just cannot recover. So if you're Tennessee, that's how you play at your best, is when you come out and you set the tone. Look at the game two weeks ago when you're in Houston. They would put 21 points in the first half. 21. 
And if you're Tennessee, what you have to do better is that third quarter. David, you cannot play like you played against Houston, against Cincinnati. In this league, you have to remember, it's either win or go home. Every possession counts. And what I like, what I want to see from the Titans is not only to start with a sense of urgency, but to come out in the third quarter and really assert your dominance, because that's really where you start to put teams away or you start giving teams life. And that's what they have to do. They have to put together four quarters and not just play three and take one one off because that one quarter off can end up hurting you at the end of the day. Very much so, yeah. Come out early and make sure to dominate and put your will down. D, whenever I look at the history here, I know it's something you kind of throw out, but it does go back to the inexperience. The Cle- or, sorry, the Cincinnati Bengals, they have never won a road playoff game in the history of the franchise. While I know the players don't really think about that, the fans are thinking about it, and I'm sure they're really hopeful that Joe Burrow is going to be the one to break them through and, and, and get by with that. Personally, I don't think it's going to happen this weekend. I think the Titans have just too much for that team to overcome in the moment, but that's why we watch the playoffs, you know, any given Sunday, even though we're playing on Saturday. So, detransitioning into our predictions, what are you expecting to see happen come Saturday? Well, you know, you just you alluded to the fact that this team defensively, you know, uh, Cincinnati, they're, you know, a lot of guys are banged up. And for Tennessee, they got a lot of guys that are healing up. So it's like they're going in different directions as far as the injury report. So what you want to do is to establish your DNA early. The way Tennessee wins, if you go back to the game against Kansas City, go back to the game when they played the Rams. They didn't win on the perimeter. They won in the trenches, Davey. You looked at the way that the defensive line played. They set the tone. And then you watch how the offensive line, and you you talked about how they was able to utilize Berkshire and Big Jeff Swain in the game plan. They really didn't do anything on the perimeter. That's the way Tennessee plays. They What they have to do when we talked about mental imagery, like you know how you play good and you know how you play bad. So what you have to do, number one, eliminate the turnovers. That's the first priority because this is a team that showed that they can only beat themselves. When they look, when they don't, if you look at the games that they've won this year, look at Jacksonville, zero turnovers. Kansas City won, the Rams won. That's what you want to do. Eliminate the turnovers because that can get you beat. Go back, Pittsburgh, four, Houston, five. You know, that's that's what you don't, Kansas, I mean, who was that? New England, three. So again, when this team plays, when they play smart, when they play together, eliminate the turnovers, the mistakes. Davey, they, I mean, it's like they only can beat themselves. This team is good. The Titans team, this team is good. And you think about how good this team is, considering the fact that the, the players that they've had to use, what do you say, over 90 players this season? So 91. just imagine you have all your pieces in place. And now, David, you can show the world right now what you are about and that's what people are anticipating from this team is taking the next step it's time d because in the last two years in 2019 they went to the afc championship game lost to kansas city last year they lost what hosting a game for the first time in 13 years in nashville they end up losing a game that we thought they were going to win against baltimore so this year what are you going to do unfinished business very much so give me that score prediction denard Tennessee play the way they're capable of playing. I got Tennessee winning 31-24. Okay. I look at this game, I look at it from a standpoint of 
experience is really going to come into play. And I think that Ryan having all his weapons available and just this team settling in, being able to come off the bye, having that rest, I think they're going to come out ready to show that this team is capable of making it all the way to the Super Bowl. And with that being said, I think the Bengals are just a little roadblock in the way of them getting to face off against the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills again in the AFC Championship game. And I think the Titans are, like I said, they're going to come out. I think they're going to be up early, and I think they're ultimately going to hold on to a 28-17 to win over the Bengals. I'll be in attendance. I'm looking for forward to a fun atmosphere, being out there with all the other fellow Titans fans. Feel free to DM me. We can uh, tailgate together. If you're listening, just holler. I'm really excited to. But, D, on the way out, any closing thoughts? Yeah, you make sure when you get to Nashville, you tell all those people, you know, I'm your co-host because that's going to make you look really good. And also tell everyone I said hello. <laughs> okay, I will uh, I will name drop Denard Walker. All right. Um, but with that said, we are out of time. But the Tennessee Titans hosting the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Divisional Round of the playoffs. Denard and I will be here to break it all down for you after that game ends. Man, it's that time of year, new it's season, here. as you say, Denard. Yeah. And so the Titans better be ready to come out and take on Joe Burrow and the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals. But that will do it for us. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by BetOnline on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.